0: Welcome back to Oh, Let's Talk About It. Uh, Today, we got another special episode. And just a few minutes ago when I was thinking about it, um, actually, you you two brothers actually have probably had the biggest impact on my trucking career in the last 12 months than anybody else I know. And I'll tell you how in a little bit. But today, we're going to be talking about trucking, an industry that a lot of people know about. Mostly everybody knows a trucker or is dated a trucker or related to a trucker. But a lot of times people don't know the the ins and outs. Some people don't even know how to get started in the trucking game. So today I got two of my my good trucking friends, my buddies, schoolmates, classmates, on with me today, and we're gonna kick a little game about trucking. So I'm um I'm gonna let you all introduce yourself. Uh Carl, go ahead. Tell tell them who you are, where you're from, and and who you who you drive for, or if you want to tell who you drive for, you don't have to. Oh, how long, My, no,
1: tell how long you've been in trucking. Tell how long you've been in
0: trucking. I've been in trucking four
1: years. This okay, yes, year, four from? years. I'm Where's from South. Name? H- My name called Gary Junior. I'm from South Southampton County, Jewelville. I live in Emporia. I moved in Emporia when I was younger, about eight, nine years old. So yeah, Emporia is where I'm from. Uh, I got Like I said, I've been in trucking four years. I don't want to do nothing else. Hey, no warehouse. Cool. You know, not knocking anybody else what they do, but a warehouse job is not gonna cut it for me. I can't do it. Nobody standing over my back. I got freedom out here on the road.
0: Right, right, right. All right, Mr. Allen, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell them what um, you do, where you're from, and all that good stuff.
2: Um, Antoine Allen. I'm from Emporia. Um, I drive for myself. I got my own authority, so I run completely. I run completely for myself. Um, I started driving in those six. Um, I, I saw officially driving in those six. I had a buddy, two buddies of mine that I learned. I taught, they taught me how to drive. So I started messing with them in 2000. So. Okay.
0: Okay, so let's jump right into it. So what made you want to get into trucking? Out of everything else, you know, back back then you still had a few of the factories open. You had Purdue. I think the foundry might have still been open. You got the prison boys here, stuff like that. What made you say, no, I'm, I won't truck it," Antoine.
2: I've always wanted to get in the trucking. Um, if you know me, I've always like I've always liked big machines. I've, I've worked on the farm. Um, the bigger the machine, the, if I saw a big machine, I wanted to run it. Um, okay. I'm at a point now, and you can put me in anything, and I can operate it. Um, so um, I also work for the fire department as well. Um, so once I start running, I I, I guess I got I got that bug when my buddy of mine had me let me drive right with him, and once I start riding with him, I was hooked. I'm like. Let's get it, let's do it, and then that like so I said, eventually I want I want to get I end up getting my own truck because I know how I want to work, and a lot of, a couple of companies I worked for they didn't want to work the way I wanted to work, so I was like I I need to get my own truck, and I'm, and I, as me and you talk all the time I'm still working at the fire department, um because I have my schedule works, I can run my truck the way I want it and still make money, still enjoy time, um and actually next year most likely I'll be retiring from the fire department, so I'll be jumping this 100%. And now that mm. I've been running as long as I've been running, I'm completely set up to where an already guy, everybody I can run for, I, well, who I want to run for, so.
0: Right, right, right. Okay, okay, we're going to get back to it. Carl, tell them, tell them, um, what, what made you want to get into the, to these big rigs?
1: I was working at a Baylor and I started driving what they call box trucks, the big pesky trucks. And just to be able to travel to different places I haven't been to, it gave me the feel for the road, and then I went. and said, "Well, I'm gonna go try to get my CDL." Went, went, took the test at DMV for my learners. Passed all that, and just kept going from there. Okay. I developed so, a love for
0: driving. So, so let's pivot from there because you and I actually went to the same trucking school. school. We like a we like yeah. a week apart in trucking. You finished. I think you finished the week before I started. Before you started, you yeah. was in the class right before I class started. Before so your class your class. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's tell, cause some people don't even know how to get into trucking nowadays. Each one of you tell like how you got into trucking, like school, like tell the process, tell where you went to and everything like that. You say you got your learners and then what did you do after
1: that? I got my learners. um, I started looking for schools. I ended up applying for a shepherd's choice up there in Chester, Virginia. It was a small deposit in the beginning Throughout the course of the four-week class, you pay off the rest of the class. And then that's how I got started with that. You know, you get you get the in-the-class time, and you get on-the-road time. Try to get as much in-the-road in the, in the road time as you can. Go out and mess with them trucks all day, every day. Learn that pre-trip and get those miles in, get those hours in so you can really familiar yourself with it. Then when you get out there on your own, you can have it.
0: Yep, yep. Okay, Antoine, you've been in it a little bit longer, so was the process any different over 10 years ago when you got into it?
2: So when I got into it, um, a buddy of mine taught me how to drive. I I had two different buddies. Um, One was teaching me, and I ended up getting into the fire academy. So I ended up going to the fire academy for 20 weeks and came back, and that buddy actually got out of trucking. Um, So I had another friend that I ended up running with him, and he taught me. He pretty much picked up where the other guy left off. And that's how I got my CEO. Um, but right now, the way things are changing, that's going away where you gotta go to a truck out in school. Um
0: so you didn't things, So let me wait. jump in. So you you didn't have to go to an official school back then. Nope.
2: Nope.
0: You didn't have to get your learner's permit or nothing. You no, were able well, to, I just,
2: to I had to I had to get my learners. I think I did okay. have to get my learners. You have to get my learners
0: was it that file back web was it death file back where it was called a
1: chauffeur's license? No, no, that's my buddy. That's how he got his. He actually uh, okay. he got a service license in Grand
0: lane, which was 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Man, that's crazy.
2: Yeah.
0: That's crazy. So, so
2: to give everybody a head, heads up right now, the way truck driving, is, the way schools are changing, it's either the end of this year or next year. You have to go to a truck driving school. There is no way around that now. Okay. So just FYI, if anybody trying to do it the way I did it, where you know, have somebody teach you, you'll get to learn from it. Somebody teach you, then you take the road test. Yeah, those that's, that's going to go away.
0: Yeah, because I've had a few people like, can you, can you take me out on the road? I want to learn how to drive trucks. And I tell them, like, you still gonna have to go to school. Like, you can ride, but I can't let you drive. Man. Like, So if you want to take right. a trip, cool, but and- you still got to go to school.
2: And the way the test has changed, the the um, parallel parking and all that, I'm like I would recommend anybody everybody that's going to truck driving school now. Because parallel parking. Because the Yeah. Yeah. Hey, check because it out. We, check it out. We got guys in the search and rescue team that we were working with.
0: <laughs> check it out. Good. When I was when I was learning parallel parking, right, I, I, at the time I was like, man, I ain't gonna never use this. I ain't gonna this. never use this. Yeah. <laughs> but Yep. Until I needed to use it. I was like, it. Yep. I'm glad I learned it because ain't no way you're gonna be able to park that truck unless you you ain't gonna parallel that park that truck unless you've been shown some type of way some how to do Some type of way how to do There's it. There's no and way see, to do it. You can't just jump in that truck and do that.
2: And see, some of the guys we talk about that necessarily like well, you never parallel park. I'm like, oh you go to some of these rest areas and I can name three of them on 81. That's parallel parking all day long. There ain't no way around it. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, look, okay, so did both of you all start off, well, you were working at Bell, so that's kind of as a company driver. Antoine, did you start off as a company driver as well?
2: Yeah, I started with the company of, um, how if I, well, they were gassing at the time. Um, so, so the first buddy of mine, he actually was driving, he, he um, almost leased on this company, so I knew everybody there. So once I got my CDL, I went back to them, and he was like, because I had tried a couple different companies, and the problem is, is that
0: insurance. And I'm going to jump the call real quick. If you still talk, Antoine, because we can't hear you. Um, All right. Tell ahead. about, okay. Uh, you have friends. Because you started. I didn't hear
1: you.
0: Okay. We're going to jump to you. You started with Bell, but then you did go to a company or how did your process work?
1: Yeah, I started with bail because uh, I already had, you know, worked there a few years prior to that. And then uh, Bell ended up closing down. They shut shut the whole thing down. They shut the whole operation and the you down. And then I needed somewhere else to go. And um, I went to a V&D trucking right there on 301 North. Like, you're going towards Jerk. Yeah. They gave me a chance. Because I only had, like, six months experience at that time. But they gave me a chance. And I started running road. And that's when I started learning. Learning the trucking game. Because, you know, there's some people out here that will tell you some things to help you in the long run. That's how I started learning the game, just by meeting different people, talking to different people, learning what I'm supposed to get paid for and what not to get paid for. Just kept applying it to what I was doing to I got a full understanding of it.
0: Okay, so check it out. How long did it take you to really understand the game? Because you come in and people start telling you stuff, but sometimes it still don't be
3: yeah, what you yeah. really
0: need to know. How long did it take you? Because I know. I know where we at now, what we understand now, but how long did it take you to get to that point? Uh, well, you I was able to decide between... About the, a year. How, how, okay. About a okay. year. Okay.
1: i say about a year, maybe a year and a half, but that's how long I stuck with that company. And uh, like I said, I, that's why I started learning different tricks of the trade and trying to apply them to myself to figure out how can I use them and make them work for me. And then... Uh, I moved on. I was doing flatbed at the time, doing with that company. So then I moved to the drive-in side okay. with the drive-in. Worked with them. I stayed with them people probably about another year and a half, and then I came over to where I'm at now, with uh, play play hardball.
0: Okay, so you've been with them about two years, almost two years with play. Yeah,
1: hardball. almost two years. I started out oh, with them. We okay. would, we was doing containers out of the port in Tidewater, Virginia. Pulling containers, running containers from here to Dayton, Ohio, uh, Swanee, Kansas, uh, Missouri, Indiana, Louisville,
0: Kentucky, different places See, like I that. thought y'all was just running, I thought y'all was just running like VA North Carolina or whatever. I did know y'all was uh, running all
1: way. We was running out west, because that's what are paying the money, but you still had the dead head back, so, yeah. That's how the container thing works. Unless you got somebody that know how to find the load, so you can bring the load back to the port. But what we was at, it won't do that. We go out and come back, grab another one, and go again.
0: And you were still having to cover the fuel then. You you were still having to cover the fuel when you was dead heading back. And I was saying you were still having to cover the fuel when you was dead heading back.
1: Yeah, same same setup, just different. that's a different. Um, yeah, same setup like it is now.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So, what's the biggest? What's some of the, the biggest advantages you see from being on most more so the owner operator side than the company side? Um, freedom.
1: You make the money. Nobody is in control of your money. You control your own money, and you can take out when you want to take out. You don't have to take a load because they give it to you. It's, it's a whole, it's a lot better on the, on the op or any type of set or independent contract set.
0: And, and let's go on and give it to them. You don't have to be specific about your numbers, but let's tell them like what type of money you really can make out here in trucking. like, okay, is it, is it too far-fetched to think that a trucker can make $10,000 a month out here in trucking? Come back again? Back froze up. I, I say, let's, let's give them the game and let's, without specifically telling them your numbers. Mm-hmm. Is it too far fetched to think that a trucker can make ten thousand dollars a month out here?
1: Is it too far fetched?
0: No, sir. Right.
1: A trucker, a hard, a hard running trucker, he don't have to leave the state of Virginia. He can make eleven thousand dollars a week, and don't he have to leave the state of Virginia just because he connected with the right? connection right connection and he, and he's somewhat on his own truck.
0: Right. Right, mm. especially if you own it out, free and clear. You know yeah, what I'm saying. That's right. Yeah, you gotta yeah. make no payments or that. Sorry
2: okay, about you're that. you back in? No,
0: you good? Yeah, you sorry, good. but it
2: was it was a technical difficulty on the on our end. No, it's all good. I paid you to come <laughs> back in when
0: you could. Okay, what? Okay, what? What was we at with it? What was we? I forgot we stopped off at man. We was talking about uh, how you got into right. Yeah. 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 You remember what we was at? How I got into it. Yeah. Talk about that.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, so, so like I said, I started with a buddy, um, the, the guy that I was running, that was originally teaching me, he was leased onto a company. So when I got my CEO, I tried to, a couple of different companies because of my experience, because as you know, most companies, if you ain't got no experience, a lot of companies don't want to mess you. Um, right. And it, me and him got to talk and he was like, well, you know what? I know you. You've been work, working with a buddy of mine, and the guy I was riding with was Dexter. you said you've been—we've been knowing you since you messed with Dexter. So, um, let me talk to my insurance company, and the insurance company was fine with it, and that's how I got started, um, and went from there. So, and loved it ever since. Like I said.
0: Okay. Question. Question. Did y'all come right. in making cent per mile? And yeah. so, percentage. So you started yeah. off on percentage.
2: Twenty-five percent.
0: Okay, well, let's jump okay. to call. How much How much
1: did you start off with, Carl? What was your simple? Uh, my simple mile was 42 north and
0: 45 south.
1: Man, now that's it almost,
0: almost... Go ahead, go ahead.
1: It's, it's pennies, man, because <laughs> you got to make the miles for one and then you got yep. them dispatching you. Yep. But they know where you're going two or three days prior because they see you in places like Alabama, New Jersey, and they're going to have your load ready. You got to sit right. for two or three days. If your wheels ain't turning, you ain't earning. Yep, yep. yep. I come home. I stay gone home from for about two weeks,
0: maybe three weeks, and come home with a five hundred dollar check at the end of the week. Bro, yep. bro. Hey, look. <laughs> I, I started out with the company I started with. I started it. It was technically it was thirty one cent, but with the per diem, it was like twenty nine cent a mile, man. Mm-hmm. Run it, right. run it ref, re, Refrigerated reefer units all down through Arkansas. Yep. And on the account, I was on the Tyson account. I had to stay out a month. I could only go home one one weekend a month, man. Yep. Yep. That yep. would, and like you say, long. get a five hundred dollar check.
1: And that's, the there, that's between that's the difference. Oh, sorry. That's the no, between ahead. a company driver and on an operator. Would yep. you just said, What we yep. just talking about? You paid. Yep. Having to stay out. That's the big difference.
2: Yeah, and I listen to guys now talk about that. You know, some companies, depends on if they put you on a dedicated contract. You could be gone for a month, like you're saying, or a couple of weeks. And, okay, you're gone for a month. Yeah, you get one week home and you get back from the room for a month. Yep. So. Yep.
0: Now, now, granted, you, you get a lot of experience. You learn a lot about yourself when you just up and have to be away <laughs> from home by yourself. Just weeks at a time. You learn a lot, of, yeah. at least in my opinion, you learn a lot about yourself because that's real you you by yourself out there. By
1: yourself, you yourself.
0: yes. Yeah, time to yep. Think. Yep. yeah, for yep. real. So you you get to know you a whole lot. And oh yeah, I, I'm thankful for it. Okay. Um I'd asked Carl Antoine, is, okay. is it too far fetched because without telling your specific numbers. Okay, but a lot of people don't really know. They they think oh truckers make money, but they don't really know like how how right. much the possibilities. Is it too far fetched to think that a trucker can make ten thousand dollars a month out here in trucking? No, no. Okay, um, that's
2: that's especially right now with the way the rates are right now. Yeah, man, you can do that. Good. The rates
0: look good, <laughs> man. Yep. That's why the the I'm I, look good,
2: man.
0: I'm running this road. I promise you, I'm gonna <laughs> run till the wheels fall off this summer. I promise you, baby. Right. I'm gonna be out there in this truck, sweating and everything. I'm gonna be running, baby.
3: <laughs> <The laughs> Race look real out. good.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Antoine. What'd you say? That's
2: like me you talked about before. Just now, the market. I Man, you talk about a lot. I look at the market a lot from now on to then. Eventually, it's going it's it's to reset, and be prepared for the reset. So, if you can make the money now, make the money and put it away, because the market right. is going to reset. Yeah. But right yeah. now, I'm going to tell you right now, that some of the prices I've seen is insane. Yeah. And you you haven't seen it. You had not seen it in five years.
1: I've seen I've been seeing so, ten dollars a mile for some stuff, man. Ten dollars a mile. Yeah. yeah. Short hops, Richmond to like Gordonsville.
0: Yep. Man, I run them all day. Good gracious! <laughs> yeah, but even like you say, even now when I'm calculating some of them, they weigh over three dollars a mile. I'm like, yo, oh yeah, what?
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah.
0: I'm like, yo, this is this is great, and I ain't even got to drive, but a quick maybe three hundred miles, maybe. I get so. to the point. I get to the point. sometimes. If it, if it the lowest I go is probably about
1: two seven to four. Depends on what I got to do with it, but yep. If it ain't yep. paying three dollars
0: a mile, I won't. Right. Yep. Mm. Yep. Right. Okay. So Carl, what's some of the what's some of the drawbacks of being on the on the operator side? Because company, yeah, the money low, but they kind of take care of everything else. What's the drawback of from what I seen
1: is is maintenance and upkeep on the truck. <laughs> and, and all the back and all the back office stuff you got to do as far as your paperwork go and keeping all your paperwork straight. It's, it's a, just me trying to keep my little stuff straight for my taxes is a headache. So I can imagine actually owning the truck and doing all the back office stuff for the owning the truck. 2290s and IFTAs and all that. <laughs> yes,
0: sir. Um, that, I, do all that. I,
2: know, yeah.
0: I know you've been in <laughs> business. You've been actually owning a couple of trucks for a while now. So right. you, you get to see it. From even a, a little higher than what we see it, so what's some of the drawbacks that you get as far as the business go?
2: Um, maintenance, uh, insurance, and and here's the thing if you're set up for it and understand it, understanding the difference in insurance, um, the biggest thing, the biggest thing, like me, you talked before, the biggest thing that keep, that gets most people out of business is insurance, maintenance. And when you're talking about the back office, that's the main three things that will put people out of business. Um, it's, it's, I mean, I can tell you stories on there are days because I, because like I said, I own my own truck, I got one truck, two trailers, I had a buddy of mine leased onto me. Um, and there were days where it, it was hard. Um, up until I, because right now all my equipment's paid off, trucking both of my trails are paid off. I'm actually renting out one of my trail, actually, I'm going to rent out rent out one for sure. And I got a second one. I'm going to rent out to another friend because they need it for, they need it for something else. Cause I'm doing power only stuff. Um, but biggest thing, like so there were times where, and my wife could tell you, there were times I want I want to come home and cry. Cause when you start looking at a $5,000 maintenance bill, you get, okay, you just got this truck out of the shop. You just dumped 5,000. It goes back in the shop the next week and you just go it and dump another 3,000. So it, it's, it's, it's money. But if you, if you're making the money and you set that money aside, it won't be a problem. Um, I would say that's the biggest thing. Those are the main two things, maintenance, insurance, and the back office. And the biggest thing with the back office is a lot of people don't understand the stuff you need. Yeah, you may be like me. I'm I'm the owner of my truck. I'm the only driver I got. Um, But there are certain things I still have to do. If I get a speeding ticket, I still have to write myself up or write up a document saying I talk to myself and have it documented because (laughs) and it is crazy. Because we have this conversation, yes, I didn't know that. (laughs) Yes, because what what happens is, let's say you get into an accident, and DOT comes in and check, you have nothing done, and you've been in business, let's say three years. Okay, so you have nothing done, so you have no documentation on anything. So then they say, "Oh, this is just an habitual thing," and they can actually fine you for that because you don't have documentation in place. Oh yeah. Um, a maintenance plan, if you don't have anything documented as a maintenance plan and you get audited, they're going to hit you on that. Hmm. And another thing, too, is um, let's say you don't have anything in place and you get they say, you get the phone call. They're going to audit you next week. And now you start putting this stuff in place. If you don't pay attention to when you date this stuff, it's better to not have it than to date it wrong. Because falsified documentations, that's another thing that will hit you with it. So and this and and this is some of the stuff people don't know about. So go ahead. sorry.
0: So so even if you just put the wrong date by mistake, they still could say you falsified it. Wow. Oh, so yeah. so it's better not to even have it at all than to make a mistake yeah. and put the wrong if, date if, on.
2: If well, let's say you don't have anything, and they tell you because most of the DOT let you know you're gonna get off. That's the one thing they have to do. Okay. And if they come in and say, oh, you're going to get all on this date and they start going and you and you say, okay, I don't have this stuff. So I'm going to make it up. As long as you make sure the dates are right, you're fine, you're covered. But if you put one wrong date in there and of course, if it contradicts something else, they can get you for that. So that's why it's very important documentation, documentation. And and like Carl said, the back office stuff, Um, even just doing um, IFTA. If you don't understand how to do IFTA, here again, that can cost you because... Um, IFTA and 2290, the IFTA and the 2290 work hand in hand. Um, because I I have forgotten to file my 2290. Oh, that's great until you have to do your IFTA Oh, by the way, you didn't do you didn't, you didn't do your 2290. So now, because one time I had to pay a 22, I had to pay the 2290 for the previous year and for this and for the year that I'm going into. And I'm like, Ooh. but this year is ending now. Yep. So we don't care. Here's the bill. You got to pay for both. Because they really? will not you. Yes. Your your cab card or your um registration what um commercial truck is called a cab card. A regular cost car um okay. um uh, registration. Yeah. You cannot get that if you don't pay your twenty two ninety. That's right. And if you forget Damn. about it, cool. You go to pay your, your cab card. Yeah, you haven't paid it, so guess what? You're out of business or they won't give you your cab card until you pay your twenty two ninety. Wow. So yeah,
1: I had to pay them every year. I had to suspend my number just because I wasn't—I wasn't the owner I'm I didn't have my authority, so why am I using a DOT number? Right. Okay. Right. Right.
0: Right. right. Well, look, let let me take a pause. Right. I, I, like I said in the beginning, you two have probably been the most um, influential over the last year, and y'all probably didn't know it. One call because who I run with now—you put my name out there. The guy to even give me a chance to run up under him. And two, I don't think I know anybody that knows more about trucking than Mr. Antoine Allen. When we talk <laughs> sometimes, I just I say hello and I just listen because you he, he's even like what you just said just now, as many times as we talk, I just learned something new because you you yeah. just a well for information. Right. I didn't know
1: I didn't know all that about the back office. I right. mean, I knew I knew back office was a, a responsibility, but I didn't know. It was to the point where you got to be, you got to cross your eyes and dot the T, dot the ass cross the T. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so, now I was going to ask you real quick. Okay. So coming into trucking with, with all you just spoke about and a person says, okay, I want to buy a truck. How much money do they need to really have to decide before they say, whether they're (laughs) going to buy a new truck, used truck. What type of money do a person realistically need, not just a tax return? What type of money they need Bro, to get and break it me, down. I, go ahead, let go me go answer that.
1: Let me let go me ahead. answer the question to see if I'm right. Because I know it's the I is gonna break it down, folks.
0: Okay, go ahead, go
1: ahead. <laughs> you need of course you need the money to buy a truck, you buy a decent used truck. You might you're gonna need up to at least thirty thousand dollars. You need a maintenance account of about thirty. I say about a quarter million dollars to be on the safe side. That's my es- estimation. Okay. From from the things so, I've learned over the years.
2: <laughs> so if you're gonna you go buy a truck outright, yeah, you're gonna need you're gonna need some money. Um even if let's say let's say you, you're gonna you get you gonna get a payment plan. Realistically, if you've got all your deal if, if you gonna it all depends on what you're doing. Let's say you're gonna lease on to a company. You still want Whatever it costs to get your engine rebuilt, and, th- and this is just a guideline that was given to me, and I've watched a lot of YouTube stuff and all of my experience, I will agree with this. Whatever it costs to get your engine rebuilt, that's what you want to have set aside that you will not touch for maintenance, because typically our engine rebuild depends on what you got. It could be about thirty thousand dollars at the minimum. You want thirty. You want enough money in your account so if you if you blow your engine up now or it has to be rebuilt now and you have the money to do it. Um, so at the minimum of 30000 but I like your numbers because as, as me and Ed talked a lot of a lot of times when I and him talk about numbers and it was like, yep, just spent $5,000 on this, $1,000 on mm-hmm. this, $200 on that. And that's, and here again, that's what people get in trouble at. Um, jumping up and buying a truck and not knowing the maintenance of the truck or what, what has anything been done to the truck, you, you're gambling. Um, I will always advise anybody, if you're going to buy a truck take somebody if you don't know that if you really don't know the truck, if you don't know anything about maintenance, get somebody to go with you because a lot of people now are selling trucks that they say quote unquote the engine' been rebuilt and they haven't touched it so now you get out here and you run because I was listening to a guy on the youtube channel he his his truck he brought he picked his first load cost him five grand and he got that was his first load so I like to I would say at the minimum Thirty thirty thousand the minimum. That's after you got your truck on the road. That's once you buy everything. Once you got your insurance and everything, it, at the minimum of thirty. Um, I like a If you can do a quarter of a million, you you're golden. Especially if you go, if you got the money to buy your truck out straight right? Because that's when you're gonna make. That's when you're gonna really make your money when everything is paid off. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I like the number though. I really like that number because if you're gonna go back in without looking at anything, hey
0: Carl, and I missed the number Carl said. What was the number you said, Carl? Quarter 250000 oh, $250, dollars. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah,
1: two hundred fifty oh, yeah. thousand dollars. I be have a security blanket, and you still might go under with that type of money. <laughs>
0: that that's the crazy part. You could lose all of it. Yes. <laughs> yes. But but here's the thing. But if you don't. You can make that back in no time. Yeah, yeah. You, you can make it back in what two years, maybe? Well, you can make yeah. it back that year, depending on how you have it set up. Yep. Yeah. You
2: know. And
0: then, yeah. Just depending on how you how you how fast you learn the system and and you know make connection with different brokers and things of that nature. Um, like I like the way you run, Antoine. You 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 like you said just now. You're about to rent out your trailers because you just running power only. Yep. You know. People don't realize once you get to a certain level, there's so many options out here in trucking that you can kind of create how you want to do it, Yeah. but you got to yes. put that time yes. in. You got to put, yep. you got to put at least a good two years in before yes. you can start really moving around like you want to out here, mm-hmm. but it's yes. worth it. Okay. L- let me ask you if y'all can think of at least one or two, what's a situation out here that made you want to just quit? Just be like, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Carl,
1: go ahead. Carl, you give it to me. <laughs> Last week was one of them times I said that when I called you and talked to you told you what was going on about me missing appointments yeah. and getting held up at receivers and tires blowing out, and I will not making no money. I done, made, I done went a whole week and ain't made no money like I want to. That was one of the weeks, but I, I I, look at my options, man, and there's it's no options that me say, you can get out the truck now. It's not an option like that. I don't see the option yet unless I go into the logistics side of it. If I can find me a logistics way out, I'll do that. But until then, I'm standing in the truck.
0: Right, right. I and mean, I'm going to throw mine in. Go ahead, Antoine. You go. I'm sure you got at least one out of out all these years. <laughs> I, I got a ton of them. I'm you sure. want the
2: company driver's side of the own, I pray. Give me, give me one, give one of both. each.
0: Give me one of each, and then you can come um, back with some call, too.
2: Company side, um, Driving for a company that had an accident. And the one thing I do, and I don't care driving for myself or a company driver, I take pride in not having any accidents, not screwing up. Happened to have an accident. I was pulling a dump trailer, um, sitting on the scale, watching it pouring down rain, and the numbers, the, the weight keep going up every five minutes, 100 pounds, two seconds, 100 pounds, and just pouring down rain. So I pull off, had an accident in the truck because I didn't pay attention to how close I was to this side. So fast forward, we get to the yard. The next week, we got going this and that. And me and, the, me and one of the guys got into it a little bit. Um, so then they were like, well, we need you to do this. And I'm like, yeah, it's, I'm going home. I've been here all day. Y'all set me through training all day. I'm going home. Y'all had me deliver another load. And now you want me to deliver mine? And it's, it's 4 o'clock and I got to go to Winchester? No, I'm going home. I deliver it in the morning. So they, it, we made him get into the bed. The next day, I got a lot of running around, going here, going there, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And there were so uh, one of the girls that worked there. She was like, Look, it's not that bad. That's this, i said, yes, I'm and that's when the push started me to get control. So i can just like, oh, this! I am. So then the body man was like, Look, just put some tough times now. You'll be good. So I got through that. As far well, as my own truck, it was, it was, like I said before, maintenance. When you start hitting, getting these maintenance bills, you finally get the truck on the road, the check-in light comes back on, blow a tire, you get to the tire place. Yeah, we don't have any tires that size, so you got to replace all eight tires. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Um, So this is what we can do. Yeah, I'm not doing that either. Then you, you're looking at a, a $4,000 bill for all tires, and I'm like, I can't do that. So then mm-hmm. you get the tires fixed. You make a phone call, yeah, we can't, yeah, you're going to be late, so we can't give you the, you, you're going to miss your appointment. I'm like, so I got to sit on this thing another, I got to sit on this thing for 24 hours? Yeah, sorry. And you get down there and take them forever to unload it, because I'm like, this is your stuff. You should be ready to get your stuff off. I'm like, I'm a day late. You should really want this. Nope. Sat there, for tw- sat there until noon, and you're trying to play catch up again. Oh, yeah, it was, Is when you start spending money, and you don't see, you know, you, you're you at the end of the week and what you've made, what you've made has been spent by maintenance and you're literally just for people. By the time you pay all your bills and get paid, you ain't got, you got $100. And I'm looking at this like, is it really worth it? And here again, I got another bud man. He started laughing at me. He said, you know what? It's just trucking.
1: I'm like it's just trucking yeah <laughs> it's just trucking I want to hear that right now that <laughs> that's the way i looked at it too that's one yeah. it's
0: just trucking it's gonna happen but but it's moments like that that that, that yes. determines that everybody not built for trucking man because you have to have that mentality you're gonna be you yep. gonna be mad for a minute yep. you're gonna you gonna cuss you're gonna talk shit then you'll be like is this just trucking man it's part of trucking you're gonna have really good weeks then you're gonna have weeks yep. where you like, man? Why the hell did I get my CDL? Yeah. But like yep. you say, when you look over time, you realize it's still worth it. At the end of the week, it's still worth it because you still got a chance to get back out here and make that money. Go ahead, call.
1: Yep. That's why. I listen. Yep. It's a yo story. Yep. It's the reason why I stay independent contractor. <laughs> I wanted to be an owner operator. I wanted to be an owner operator, but I, I I I sit back and I observe what owner operators go through. Do I want them type of headaches or not? Right. Not saying I couldn't handle it. Not saying I couldn't handle it, but right. I'm in a position now where I can make the choice to stay an independent contractor and still make all operator money without a right. headache.
0: And real quick, right. real quick, call. Let's 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 get the distinction because we have independent contractor and owner operator. And let's give the distinction. Call, what's the difference in what you do, and then Antoine can tell what you do as an owner operator. So- all
2: right. I'm a oper- I'm hundred percent owner operator. I got my own authority. So I work for myself. I um I can actually go out and get contracts from companies. Which I do contracts right now because I don't wanna get dedicated to a company. I've got three direct customers I deal with. So wherein I can cut out the middleman and there is no brokers involved. I do, I can go I can I can go directly to Walmart and get a contract with Walmart. Um, and okay. that's the difference of like me and what is doing. Um, so because I have my own authority with my own DOT number, own insurance, own own cargo insurance. And that's pretty much for me is the only difference.
0: Okay. So so you don't have to necessarily pull from the load board unless you want to. Like you have the option right. to either pull from a load board or set up with a cobble a right. or Walmart or Lowe's or something right. like that. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. All right, Carl, see see what we got, Carl. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I think we good. Uh, and that's I think being
1: a, okay. And being an independent contractor is what I do. What I do is uh I subcontract my company, which is FTBU LLC. That's from the bottom up trucking. I'm gonna drop the trucking okay. off of it. And what I do is uh, I'm subcontracted to play hardball, and I just don't have all the overhead, all the costs I get. I'm not a I'm not an employee I'm an employee for my own company and we just incorporated to to make one business and do everything so everybody be happy at the end of the day
0: right it's like a partnership you know it's kind of like yeah. a part because we mm-hmm. run for the same we run up under the same situation so we got the same same structure we run for he's the owner operator and we, we kind of mm-hmm. just contracted to, to to get a percentage of of the total you know.
1: Total, so we kind so we
0: get paid similar to owner operators without having to own the truck, but we mm-hmm. still don't make right. as much as an owner operator.
1: And, and, and not and and, and and let's not forget, we still pay everything but maintenance. We still pay for the insurance, we still pay fuel, everything, everything that the truck makes, we it comes out of what we make. So
2: right.
1: we determine what we want to make.
2: Right. And so that's how I started it. When I brought my first truck, I leased on to a company um, that I used to drive for. So, and the only reason why I left them was because they weren't running the way I wanted to run. Because mm-hmm. I had a way I wanted to run because because I live in Stafford. So, the company I was working for, most of the companies that I deal with that was, when I was a company driver was Northern Virginia. And I got Tyler running in traffic in Northern Virginia. So, that's why I was like, it's time for And a lot of influx happened inside the company. So I was like, uh, it's time for me to get my own thing, and that's the only reason why. That's the only reason why I went on, on the operator to get my own authority. So,
0: okay. So, I think both of y'all froze up now. Okay, Antoine, back. You see me? Okay. Yeah, I think you're good. You can hear. Okay, so Carl, do you, you yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, right. and I'm gonna ask both. Carl, do you plan to buy a truck and then I'm gonna ask Antoine, do you plan to add on to what you already have? Go ahead, Carl.
1: At this moment, no. I like well bit. I like the position I'm in. Okay.
2: Antoine. Um, I've i thought about it right now. Uh, without,
1: all the, uh, without all the maintenance costs and all the headaches and stuff.
2: Right.
0: Hold on. Right. Okay go ahead that's one.
2: yeah um it's up in the air i'm um going to a couple of different a couple of different ventures right now I'm starting now. um I'm looking into going into black movement call in the back office side of because a lot of people don't understand the back office so I'm looking into doing that and also I'm looking into some some more uh, of um moving trucks with companies. I walked into a situation with that where I'm, I'm doing this for one company I used to drive for where I actually go pick up trucks um so I don't know exactly where I'm headed to right now with, with, in the future right now. Um, I've, I've thought about buying a couple of trucks. Um, but like I say, to me personally, I mean, there's so many options right now. I'm just trying to figure out which options I want to go down. Because um, in trucking, there are so many different avenues you can go down in trucking. So I, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm not going to say no about buying another truck or add on. I'm just going to see what happens. Um, okay. See how the see how the opportunity goes. The biggest thing now is, that, as everybody knows, drivers trying to find a driver. So mm-hmm. and that's and that's my thing right now. Is like I'm listening to. I got one a buddy of mine that he's got 15 trucks, and his uh, issue right now is trying to find drivers because he actually has. 12 so six more trucks, but he. I mean, he's like, I'm trying to find drivers for the. I got two just sitting down I'm trying to get a driver for that. So that's why I'm like, uh, let me see how
0: let me see how this goes in the next year. So and I and I understand because going back to what we said, it's not for everybody, it's not a lifestyle that the average person can just easily adjust to. Can it be done? Sure, but oh yeah, you have to have certain goals in mind. And like I say, once you get out there, you you find out if you built for it or not. Hold up, what just happened? <laughs> Hold on. One second, my light went out. <laughs> we're having all kind of technical difficulties, but we're going to make it work. Hold up. I'm coming on back. All right, there we go. I forgot what I was saying, but I'm back. Can All right, you Yep. Say so was oh oh yeah 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 I still forgot but uh oh anyway I'm I'm gonna go to what I was gonna say um how could I put it like I was saying once you get out there by yourself you find out what you're made of but a lot of people don't want to put that time in right because okay like with me the way I came into trucking I came in with a partner. Uh, with somebody I was dealing with. And we were going to team, we were going to team drive out, the, out the, at the beginning. Then it was time to do the training. They decided to come back home for their own reasons. So I ended up switching over to a, a company that was, you know, I was at the parent company. I ended up driving for one of their subsidiary companies by myself. And that's when I really learned about me and learned about trucking. <laughs> you go out with a trainer, I had to go out for like six weeks with a trainer. I actually almost got to fight with my first trainer because he was this ex-Marine, big, big, stocky white dude. Cool dude, but he had an aggressive way of teaching, right? And I don't mind that, but when it gets to the point where you feel like you can put your hands on me, like when I'm shifting gears and I ain't doing something right, and you grab my hand and stuff. One night I told him, I said, look, dude, we we can pull this truck over right now. (laughs) Now he probably would have beat the dog doo out of me but I was letting him know like we is two grown men in this truck just don't touch me we, you can say what you got to say I can deal with that don't put your hands on me. you know after that he got kind of nervous like you're not gonna report me I was like no long as we got to understand it like this ain't about me snitching on you long as we got to understand that there's two men in this truck and after that we we was cool you know then I had a second trainer because he had to go back home and the second trainer, he ain't teach me nothing, and I and I thought at the time I appreciated him more because he ain't bothered me during the day. He stayed in the bunk. He stayed on the phone with his girlfriend literally twenty four hours a day. He would go to sleep on the Bluetooth, wake up on the Bluetooth. Wow, I was like, I don't want to be up under nobody that much, but but once my training was done and I got out on the road. I realized that the first trainer was actually more valuable to me. Yeah. Them hard lessons and that stuff that he would pound in my head. I was like, and now I see why he was so uptight about certain stuff. Cause when you get it mm-hmm. out here, you got to pay attention. Yeah. You can't be, you can't go gaze off daydreaming too long. No, you got to check them mirrors. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, um, Okay, let's talk about like that first year, that first couple of years. Just how was that for you, Carl? Because it's a new, it's a new industry, something new for you. Just how was that first? How did you change or what what did you what was that experience like just the first couple of years? Being out there on the road by yourself? How was that like?
1: Oh, uh, like I said, a lot of time to think. Uh, See what direction I really want to go in. Is this something I really want to do? You know, make a career. of. Yeah, like I said, if, that's my learning curve. My first couple of years was my learning curve. Learning about the business side and how to actually drive the truck. You got to know how to drive the truck. That's the first step. How to handle the truck. And I started out in a long nose peak. And I'm going to places like New Jersey and these little bitty streets. You know what I mean? And when you got Man. the back up in off the street and stuff like that, you know, so. you're going to learn the road. The road going to make you or break you. It'll let you know if that's really what you want to do. The trucking is really what you really want to do. And like I said, I've been doing it for four years and I still learn new stuff every day.
0: It's something to be learned every day. Yep. I want to learn something new every day. If I don't, it's like I feel like I miss something. Go ahead, Antoine. What you got?
2: Yeah, my first year, I would, I would tell you the first the first month I was scared as hell. Um, I I once I got work for this company, I was driving a nine hundred Long Hood W nine. That's what I was in because that's all he bought. Mm-hmm. Um, probably after about two months, he put me in the W inch sleeper, and that was that was quote unquote my truck. And I'm gonna tell you, pulling a forty eight foot trailer with that long truck. Yeah, make or break it. It, it was sometimes I'm like, how in the hell am I getting out of here? Um, then you, in some of the places I went to because I was I was truly over the road. Um, like I so said, I was running Alabama between Alabama and Mississippi. That's what that was my run because nobody else wanted it. And I'm gonna tell you, as a black man going into Alabama, Mississippi, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> There were times where I'm like,
0: Uh-oh. "Oh, hold on, that tongue. You, you ain't got no video tongue." No. Okay, we we can try to do the audio if you want to stay on, but we on the video. But we can we can stay on if you want to stay. On. Man, I'm, I'm computer illiterate. You know how to work this, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. We're we'll trying to we're we'll trying to get
4: you in the conversation, huh? And not can ain't here, man. My wife do all this stuff, man. i do not know how working. Y'all got this. Man, we can
0: get into that Western Sizzlin' or something. <laughs> <laughs> we know you love
4: we love you love you some food. That we do know.
0: It's funny you say that. I think the night that it burned down, y'all might have been in there eating, man. <laughs> I ain't eating that. I think y'all might have been in there that same, because I went in there that same night. That jump burned to the ground, man. <laughs> I, I I I used to stop by
4: that get cake and everything while
0: loading my truck. Gonna go work. <laughs>
4: oh man! I, I hey, ain't saying, well, saying to tell
0: say nobody. Hey, hey, well, look, hold, hold on a minute. We going I'm gonna let Antoine. Well, let me introduce you. We got Mr. Joel Claiborne, um, aka Tonk, on the phone. But I'm gonna I'm gonna let Antoine finish his part. Then I'm gonna come to you, Tonk. All right. All right, go ahead. Okay, finish up, Antoine. What
2: you Yeah, the biggest thing, like I said, the first the first year, two years, especially the first year, the first six months, you're you're learning, you're learning how you're learning the truck, whatever truck you're driving, um, trying to figure out backing. Because I did flatbed, so pretty much my most of my experience is flatbed. So I started flatbed, and still some of the things that we had to do, some of the places I went to with a flatbed, I'm like, man, how I can't get this big long truck in and out of here. So that's that's pretty much the first the first six months <laughs> of trucking, first six months of a year. Especially when you start going to, like I said, I was running out of Alabama, Mississippi, and I'm like, man, when, when these places get dark, I gotta go to the truck stop. I don't spend the I don't spend the night on the locations in Alabama, Mississippi. I'm going to the truck stop. I'm trying to
0: remember what run through there. Is that is that 78? What run through there is? 26. Um, 20, uh, 65, 10, 20.
2: I would say
0: yeah, because typically we say because where we were running to is the Macy off of twenty. Okay, that's so. another. No, I'm saying yep. it's another state highway that runs through there, east to west, and I can't think of which one that um, is. I do I got to think about that.
2: Been watch been
0: yeah, I can't think of because I used to run through that. I think it come up like out of Memphis Way, something like that, and I, I can't think of which one it is. Seventy
2: six? Is it seventy five or seventy six?
0: Seven. Seven. Something like that. Something like that. Okay. That's what it is. 78. That's what it is. 70. I used to run across 78 all the time. Yep. All right. Matter of fact, Tom, you come on in. Hey, look. I got a quick Okay. Okay. All right. Hey, Tom, how long you been in trucking, man? Oh,
4: see, since 99, man.
0: Since 99. Good gracious. Okay, now back then, did you have to go to sc- trucking school and all of that? How did, you, how did you get your CDL back then?
4: Man, I left GP, went straight to Swift Academy, went down to Memphis, Tennessee for three weeks, and got my license, came home for a week, went out with a trainer. Trainer was from Virginia. Uh, he knew mom and dad and them, so he trained me from Virginia Beach. Wow. And he trained me for, he trained me for was a month and a half, like a month. And uh, after I got done with
0: that man, I went on my own. Okay, and you know how you, Swift,
4: Swift was a Swift was a major company then. Everybody was really
0: coming to Swift then, you know. I was going to say back then they won't they won't like the joke of the industry. Even though it, it comes down to how good of a driver you are, but you know now in the industry people jo- always joking about Swift drivers. But back then they was a considered like a good company to go to, right?
4: Yeah, because it was MS Carrier then. So okay. Swift bought him out. They were okay. like, uh, what's the dude like? Mike Scott was driving. He was a, the MS deal for Mike Scott. And uh, he was the main guy in the trucking industry then. You know, Okay. Until he he had some personal issues and his wife, you know, kind of threw that monkey wrench in the chain. You know how it goes. And once, oh, he, once he did that, Swift bought out the company because he had to get rid of the company because.
0: He Was coming for that too. Wow, okay, I didn't even know that. Okay, okay, yeah, it says 99. Do you, yep. you you still run company now? How, who do you run for now? No, nah, I'm driving a log truck now. I'm driving a log truck
4: now.
0: Man, you driving a log truck? Let's talk about that because a lot of people stay away from them. <laughs> log truck, what let made you, you want to drive bro. a log truck? Look, let
4: me tell you something, man. I'm gonna tell y'all, let me tell Let's y'all about it. I got more respect for these log truck drivers than these guys over the road. I ain't lying. This 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 log truck thing ain't 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 ain't. ain't, ain't
0: oh, you got to be ready for this. I, that's why I asked you. Like everybody's not gonna jump on no log truck, bro. Man, let me tell you something. Strapping them logs down,
4: going down the road. People still ride. You see that stuff hanging off the back back there, man. People still be riding up on your bumper. And you know, we got that little bar at the end. Every lawn truck got a bar on the back of us. Man, they got like they own each shit, man. I I, I got a, I got a lot of respect for these guys. I'm going to tell you. Don't get me wrong now. I love over the road. But when I went into logging, I'm going to tell you something. It just changed my whole demeanor. It's both the same with people pulling out in front of you, riding beside you, you know, Pulling out, man. It, it, you see the same thing. It's just a little bit more worse with logs than it is with you, you know with y'all carrying you carrying a fifty-three foot or forty-eight. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. How, how long you been pulling logs, man? Because since December last year. Okay, so you just you just started. You, you plan to stick with that, or you just doing it till you switch over to summer?
1: Well,
4: I'm gonna I'm I'm stick with it for right now till I branch or till I try to you know. I'm thinking about going by get my own truck, and so I'm trying to save my money up to work on that right now.
0: Okay, and I, that's what I wanted I, to ask you. You ever, you ever went to, you been to owner operator route before? Yeah, I did owner operator for three years. That okay, that's what I wanted owner- to get to. <coughs> yeah. Swift got yeah, owner operator. Okay, I didn't know that. Hey, yeah, quick I, question. I have own truck. Okay, because I, I've done that before too. What made you get out of it? What 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 made you decide to not go that route for right now? I started
4: think I started man. when I started adding up my money and looking at the balloon payment on a truck that you leasing from a company where you just uh, as, as Swift had it, we were still getting dispatched by dispatchers where they should have had it where we could pick our own loads it's a difference between somebody dispatching you loads and you own your own truck. Then you pick your own loads. You know, you basically, you're on, you are your own boss when you're picking your own load. But when somebody dispatching you still for the company, and you still own an operator, It just don't work out.
0: Right. You pretty much still a company driver for real.
4: Exactly. You're high pay. You just I'm a high just paid kidding. company driver.
0: High paid company driver. High company driver. That's it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna come back to you. I'm gonna just go back to one of these questions. What's some of the, one of the craziest experiences that made you wanna get out of trucking? Or have you ever had an experience out there that made you be like, look, I'm done with trucking? Uh, yeah, I, I
4: when I first started, man, man, we was doing that that two by two, you know, when you had the person, other person with you. Oh, you with team that, driver. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we was running this route. We was running a dedicated route from Richmond, Pennsylvania, King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. And we ran it six days out of the week. And One night, man, I get up, folks. The dude was driving. One night, I get up at one o'clock in the morning. We going under the road. We had did this. We had did this run, probably, man, over and over and over again. Why this dude had me down on the river, man, down in King of Prussia, with a with a classic long nose. It's a three foot vein. We down in the park.
0: Doing what? What? <laughs> what? What in the hell? No, why, he got off he, the road.
4: I, he got off the road somehow. He took a wrong turn. We down on the park, man, riding down on riding riverside right the road.
0: But this a route y'all take all the time, right? So why would he do something? All different? The, all the time, though, all the time. Well, I swear, you said that made I you want to be like, forget it.
4: Yeah, yeah, that was my, that was my first time. That was my first, that was my first adventure. I was like, nah, uh-uh. this ain't for me. I hung in there, and stuck with it, you know. Oh, it it makes you yeah. want to quit. And Trucking will make you quit. It, it'll make you either. It's either going to make you stronger or going to make you weaker, whichever one. You just got to oh, be yeah. a strong hand. Yeah, you know.
0: Absolutely,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's the yeah. one reason why I didn't want to do team drivers. Oh, I man. never yeah. wanted to do team because yeah. I had to go – when I the first company I drove for, I had to go pick up a driver because he had an accident and made him get in the truck together and – when I got back to the yard, I told the owner, the next time you, you send me to go pick up somebody, if it ain't one of three people, I am not you by sending them a plane ticket or bus ticket because they're not getting back in my truck. And he was like, what Dang. happened? I was, he was going to get put, put the to do South Carolina. He was like, what? I said, I'll pull the park, He was going to get out. He had to walk on. He had time on the way home because he was not riding back with me.
1: Wow. A truck is a very small space for two people for a long period of time.
0: Yeah, that's. Especially not another dude. Yeah. Like I said, when I came in, I was going to team me and the lady, the girl I was dating, we came in together. So both of us got our CDL together. So we was going to do it together. But that was going to be the only person I did it with. So when she came back home, I'm like, look, I'm not teaming with another dude. And yeah. Cause the train I had, I had to ask him to take a shower because if I ain't say nothing, we ain't take showers. I'm like, we, we going to get a shower today? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, he'll yeah. just get up and drive. Get right in the seat. He'll get out the bed, right into the seat and drive. I'm like, dude, I got to go take a piss first or some dog. Like, <laughs> good. Crazy. No. But that's what I realized. like, But some people really operate like that. They figure... Look, ain't nobody gonna see me. I'm gonna get out the bed, get in this truck, and drive, and I'll get a shower after a while. That's how some people, I guess, they look at it. You know, I got to tell my crazy story. This one crazy story. I I was at a at a hotel that got raided by the feds, and I, I typed it on Facebook before, but I was I was still in training, and actually, I had a little minor accident. I was at the truck stop, and it was in South Carolina. I can't remember which one it was at the TA though and we was getting ready to get back on the highway. I think it was at night. Anyway, coming around in the parking lot, it was a little dip off in the truck. The tire ran off and boom, I ended up hitting the oil pan all the oil spilled out and boom, boom. They put us up in a hotel. So the next day, right. I'm walking to the little store up, up uh, um, at the corner from the hotel and I see some truck zoom past, about four, five trucks, zoom, 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 pickup trucks. I ain't think none of it. I'm like, man, what the hell going on? So I went and got me a little drink. And I went back to the, I walked back to the hotel. And I went in the front door, went to my room because I forgot something. And I was going to go sit out on the side of the, on the side bench of the hotel, on, out the side door. And, you know, have me a little drink. So I went to my room and I got whatever I had to get. And as I was opening the side door, a hand reached in and snatched me out the door. One hand snatched my black ass out the door and all I saw was an assault <laughs> rifle in my face. And, and, and if the dude hadn't come around the corner and been like, that's not him, that's not him, I don't know what would have happened. All I know is I almost shitted on myself. Because I ain't never, I was like, yo. And like I say, the dude had to come around and be, he was like, that's not him. And I was trying to ask a dude with the gun. He was just like, walk away. And I tried to say something. He was like, walk away. My black ass walked away because he was not playing. <laughs> like I was like, yo, come to find out. It was a dude that had a couple bodies right up the hall from us. And they finally ended up getting him f- figuring out where he was at a couple um hours later. They got him up out of there and it was a black dude. So I could have fit the description. You know what I'm saying? So that was a crazy time where I was like, yo, is this what I got to deal with out here? You know, I ain't know what the hell was going on. So that was just one of many situations that made me have to uh, consider if I wanted my life to be filled with stuff like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Long term, how many, how many more years y'all think y'all going to do this? I see men out here today in their 60s and stuff. How, how long y'all think y'all going to be on the road? Go ahead, Carl. Talk about it. I
1: don't know, man. Uh, as long as I can. When people do ask me that, I say as long as I can do it. I'm going to do as long as I can do it. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for a way out. But uh, to, get, to get on the right <laughs> path, I, I got to make the right steps, figure out how to get on the right path and get my way out of the truck. Right. I tell right. It, I'm gonna stay where well, I'm at. Yeah. No doubt. No I got doubt. some ideas what I want to do. It's just get it, get it
0: done now. Okay. Okay. tom what you got? I
4: I ain't going nowhere, man. I love what I do. I I love you know. I love I just love the truck all together because like I said, y'all know where we from. We we ain't got nothing else really, not unless you branching out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So. that this is this is what this is that's like I try to tell everybody. When you get in the trucking business, you in the trucking business. It's in your blood for your your first your first year, it's in your blood. That's what you want to do. You can step out, say you gonna do this, say you're gonna do that. But I know, you know, from my from my experience right now, dog. Truck drivers, we are truck drivers. This is what we are born to do. Once it's like I say again, once it's in your blood.
0: It's in your blood. It ain't you. It's the diesel fuel. And the cra- and the crazy part about it, sometimes you don't realize it's in your blood until you start doing it. And then, because sometimes yeah, after right. I take a few days off, even if I, after I've had a hard week, after a few days, I'm like, "Yo, I, I kind of want to get back in the truck, man. I kind of ready to get back on the road and, and catch some miles, man." You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying?
4: Yeah,
0: that's right. Antoine, what you got? got a, what you got? I got. Hold I got, a,
4: I got a What'd you say, call? Y'all, y'all. I said I'll be right back. I got an incoming call.
0: Okay, cool, cool. All right, Antoine, what you get?
2: I don't know. The long, I think, like Carl, long as I can still do it, because um, so I still enjoy it. So, um, like actually, it's hard, and, and I tell a lot of people, once you start running for yourself, it's hard to leave here and go do something else, unless unless it's something in the industry in, in the office side, um, because right. you know, go leave here. Would you been doing your own thing, work however you want, and I got to come back and listen to somebody tell me what I can and can't do, and what time I got to get off. Yeah, it's hard to do that. (laughs) Real hard to do that.
0: And look, I did that. I did that after my last try with the um, owner op. And I got out the truck for a few months. And when I came back, I I came back as a company driver. And I realized I can't do company. Like (laughs) every... Because I'm used to already knowing, like, either knowing what load I got next or knowing I have the power to decide when... I know whether I want to get on the board at eight o'clock and start looking at nine o'clock. I yep. got the power to decide when I want to book my next load. But yep. on company, you get to this, you could be empty. And I would hit them up like, yo, what you got? Yep. And they like, we working on some, I'm like, you working on some, you know what time yep. I had to be empty. And, like what? Yep. This was yep. a dropping yep. hook. You know, what time out, you know what's going on. Yep. So that's why I was, like I said, I appreciate Carl for putting my name out there because if it wasn't for that, I might have got back out of trucking, because I'm like, I can't... Right. Once you've tasted that freedom, you can't go back company, man. It's hard to go mm-hmm. back. And that's why you had told me that. You you had told me that, but I had to experience <laughs> it for myself to really know, right.
2: like,
0: you can't go back to making $0.42 cent a mile when you've been making percentage and stuff like that. Nope.
2: Yep. No yeah. way. And I would tell you, um, so the company I do... The, the company that I move trucks for now, me and him talked about that because they were trying to get me to come back as a company driver. And I'm like, oh, I don't truck now. There's no way I'm coming back out here. And the guy told me, he said, you know what? The one thing I will tell you, when you are a company driver here, you had the only operator spirit in you, that you that you were doing your own thing. I'm like, dude, that's that. Because I wasn't a t- typical co- company driver. Because even as a company driver, I, there were certain things I told them I will not do. And a couple people kind of looked at me sideways like, how can you tell this man what you can going to do with his truck? Cause I'm the one driving it, so
3: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs>
2: so yeah, so I, I feel you. I feel
0: because, you. Because
2: because even even when the, well, as a company driver, I've always told my dispatchers, if I call you and I tell you I got a problem, you need to put you need to drop everything you're doing because it's the issue that I can't. I, pretty much, I handle all my own, all my issues. I handle myself. I just give them a heads up. But look, this is what happened. I took care of it. This is what I did. Just give me a heads up. And most of the dispatchers loved me because I gave them less problems. And um, so, um, so when, when, so, so when, the, even now I got brokers I deal with and that one, she told me, she said, you know what? I talk to you all day long. She said, cause the people I deal with right now, she said, Oh my God. I'm like, but this is business. This is trucking. She said, Nope. The people I deal with. No. I said, but I've always been that way.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's that's beautiful. Hey, look, and I'm not going to – and I don't want to hold y'all too long, man. So, um, were you about to say something,
1: Carl? I think that was Joe who came back in. Yeah. I I
0: understand where he – I understand where he coming from, man. Like I
4: said, man, it, you know – Y'all guys know I you know, I I post y'all on Facebook and stuff like that because like I said, man, what they got so many people they got out here driving these trucks now, and I'm not not not, not down in the folk, man, but I seen some of these guys going down the road with their feet all in the wonder, you know, yeah. cell phones yeah. up to their head. I'm like, yo, this, what in this, what is going on here? Yeah. You know. If I had yeah. my foot you had your foot in the window back in the days coming up like that, dog. You people be calling in on you and you know, they got their left foot up in the list and the one, I'm like, how you driving? That's, my auto, automatic, that's, the, that's my automatic drivers.
1: Yeah, that's my automatic drivers. <laughs> I yes, can't do it. Like, and you
0: know you know what? I'm telling you, man. Go ahead. And you know what? I didn't I didn't appreciate driving a manual shift until I got into an automatic. Because when I was running on op, last time, I was automatic and it took me a while to adjust. Did, and then I started liking it, but I kind of stopped feeling like a, and everybody's not going to agree with this, but I kind of stopped feeling like a real truck driver. It was just right. something about it. I'm like, this ain't the same, no. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm back in the manual shift, I fell back in love with trucking. Because I'm like, this the feel this this the feeling I fell in love with right here. Shifting them gears and floating them gears and stuff. I fell in love with that part of it too. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And not knocking the automatic look. More power to you. I enjoyed it while I had it, yeah. but I like shifting them gears. Go ahead, Tom.
4: Yeah, but I, you know, I'm like you, man. It's, it's, it's like I told him. It's more attention you got when you in, it don't get me wrong. It, when you in an automatic is good, you know. You in traffic is there. but your attention ain't there. You know what I'm saying? Your attention span is. You got both hands on the steering wheel. That's it. You're looking forward. When you, in you that can manual, set that cruise though,
0: control. So, you can set that cruise go. control, so you really ain't got to do nothing.
4: That. That's right. But when you in that yeah. manual, your your mind got to still be working at all times. At all yep. times. I don't care if you 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 in your last gear, your mind still got to be working because you gonna have that person in the right lane that's gonna be slow. You gonna have that person in the left lane where you might have to downshift one, to drop one, and get back in again. You know, but you're always working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Even when Always you're in the mountains, course. even when you're going in hills and stuff, I, I'd much rather have a manual shift than, than an automatic because I can decide whether I want to drop down to eight or, you know, all the way back to four if I got to. I can decide that instead of just letting the, the, the automatic engine do what it think it's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And like I said, I ain't going to keep y'all up here too long, but I do want to ask, okay, if you have an idea, say the next five years. What do you see from trucking or what do you plan to, what do you want to accomplish even outside of trucking, but with trucking, if, if you know what I'm saying? So, I, I see what trucking I have to accomplish. And look what I've accomplished in the 40 years.
1: Let you me know I feel comfortable. And okay. prepare for my family and maybe start a generation of wealth. Make the you know? I can see that
0: your audience
1: is I can see that in the next five years I'll be feeling comfortable.
0: Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. What you got, Antoine? A
2: um, couple things. I want to do, I'm trying to get into some consulting, business consulting, especially as okay. trucking, but business in general, because I know a lot of people don't understand the business side of the, the, the paperwork side or the business side of any business. And I'm learning right. that as I talk to different people. So that's one thing I'm, I'm looking at right now. Um, as many you have been talking about working on a manual of right. um, how, to, how to become an owner operator if you want to get your own authority. Um, where, as a, From a company driver to owning your own truck, I'm looking at working on something that says how to do it, how I did it, how it worked for me. Um, also, I want to do okay. with that, I want to tie into... Instead of me just giving you a manual, you buying them, out, however you can do it, however I'm doing it, you get I can give you my time as well, because um, there's no okay. need for me to give you a manual, and you because you can get manuals everywhere. The one thing you 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 don't get is the one-on-one, right? Because right. how all all four of us run out, run trucks completely different. So if I can give you, I, I can give you the how-to of how I did it, but I can also curtail them how you want to do it, and that's one thing a lot of people aren't doing. Because what works for you, me may not work for you. That's right. And that's the one. That, and that's the one thing I'm seeing a lot of people talking about. Oh, this is what I did, but yeah, but like for me, I got, I've got, I got, I got dispatcher companies that call me, and they talk about, oh, you can make this amount of money, and I'm like, but you, you don't know how what my business model is because I don't have the average trucking business model, and that's why a lot of people, Because, right. me, and that's because me and this guy went around with that one, one dispatcher company. Oh, you can make this. I'm like, but and so I, I let the guy talk, and I was like. But you don't understand my business model. He was like, "Wait a minute." I said, "You don't understand how I'm running my truck." I said, "Because if I tell you how I'm running my truck, it's not gonna make sense to you." I said, "But yeah. I can show you what I'm making on pay. I can actually show you dollars and sense of what I'm making and how I'm running my truck because I like I've been trucking for a while. You can tell me I can make stuff. Well, I know I can. I said, I'm not. i like that." I right. know what that entails, other than what the way the market is now. But when the market is an average market, I'm not, I'm not trying to run that way. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be going all week. Um, and like I said, that's the two things I'm looking at, consulting, and I'm also venturing into picking up and delivering trucks. Okay. That's some um, new thing I've just, I've just got into, and I didn't realize how much of a need it is right now, because a lot of people are buying trucks and having to wait until they can get delivered and i'm like huh it's an opportunity
0: oh okay so
2: that's where i'm at right okay,
0: now okay so you'll you'll go so they buy a the truck but you'll be the one to go they'll pay you to go get it for
2: them pick, yep okay. and oh, also re- okay. re- re- retrieve trucks because I of the company i'm doing what now is they had a driver a truck broke down they they paid me to go out to pick up to deliver a truck to him they flew me back well um this week monday um, they paid. I, I've. They paid me to fly out there to pick the truck up and bring it back to their yard because the truck was right out of the shop. And I didn't realize wow. that was a thing until wow.
1: me and the guy got it talking about it. Okay. It's some it's pretty good income doing yes. that retrieving trucks. Yes. I know a guy yeah, that,
2: that was that's, doing. That's
0: what I'm
2: looking that. at.
0: Yeah. Man. So. That's what I say. So many options. So many options. Okay, Tonk. Five yep. years. Where, where you see yourself at with this this trucking thing?
4: I want to get back in the training, man, because I, I think it, I think we need the more need the trainers. And right now, I was looking at the news this morning where America's a short, you know, close to eighty thousand truck drivers, you know. Wow. And by the by the year two thousand twenty four, they'll have to hire one hundred and forty seven thousand drivers to keep up with the economy. So you know, good. I'm gracious. thinking about getting back. I'm thinking about going back to training. Because I trained for four years at SWIFT. Oh. You, you know what,
0: though? Even beyond just training, we need somebody to train the trainers. Because yeah. you'll yeah, be true. just affecting one at a time, but we need somebody to teach some of these new cats. Because, see, you come a little bit from the old school being that, like you said, you started in 99, so you had some older cats teaching you the game. We need someone yeah. still some of that mentality that teaches some of these new trainers that come in like, look, this is what you need to be teaching these people. You know what I'm saying, not the the lackadaisical shit. We need you to teach them the right way. Go ahead, Antoine.
2: Well, you gotta yeah. you gotta understand something too. As I'm listening to guys talk, as that are trainers, it mm-hmm. blew my mind because I talked to a guy from TMC. I'm driving for a year and he's a trainer. I'm like, you know, you still don't know the industry. I've talked to a you guy who's driving for six You don't even know that truck.
0: You don't trainer. even know the I'm truck. Like,
2: how are you a trainer at six months?
0: Yo, in a yeah, year, you don't right. even know how a lot drive of the drive took truck all the way yet.
2: A lot of the major carriers, were the, that's what they're doing now because they're trying to get trainers. And I'm like, this blows yep. my mind.
4: <laughs> and that's a problem, though. That's a yeah. major problem, to be honest with you. It's a major problem. Yep. And I, I sat there. I heard guys on the radios. Uh, C.R. England, one company. TMC is another company. Uh, Night Transportation is another company. Uh, Snyder did Snyder was doing it at one time, but six months to a year
0: and you training already. Come on, man. I, I think with Snyder, you can become an owner. up in like six months. And like you say, you don't know that road. You don't know that truck in six months. Exactly. It's man. no way. Wh- exactly. It's no way you can. It's no way you can know it that quick. That's dangerous, man. Yeah. That's and you're dangerous. setting them up for failure to be honest.
4: You're setting them up for failure, man. It, it, yeah. it's, it's the industry. You've got to learn. the. And it takes you at least, to me, three to four years, five at the most, to learn the industry because the, the industry changes so much where, you know, now they got these self-driving trucks. I ain't too mm. fond of it. I don't like it.
3: Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah.
4: nah. You know, where a truck, you know, they, they did a run the other day from California to Pennsylvania?
3: Whoa. You
4: know, the only time, yeah, and the only time the truck stopped was the guy to fuel the truck up. That's it.
2: That's the
4: only yep. time the truck
2: stopped. The one thing, is, it's a lot of kinks in that because I've been following a lot of that. There's a lot of things yeah. they don't talk about with that system, which is amazing to me. They talk about, oh, it can go from here to there, but it, it doesn't talk about the end, the starting and the end point because they got to have somebody in those trucks to dock them and load them. Yeah. and and drop, when you, if you're going to do a drop a hook, and that's the part that nobody's talking about. Nobody's yeah. talking about that part. Yeah. And, and I'm like, so what's the plan on that? And nobody's like, nobody's talking about it because they're setting the concept. Hey, You can run it from, from Bec- East Coast to West Coast, and that's it.
0: It's some spots that I don't care how much computer intelligence they get, it takes a human to back into some of them please There's right. no way a machine is going to because you, it's just no way y'all know. You, you've been in right. some of these spots where it's like, you look at it and it's like, how am I going to get this <laughs> truck in yeah. here? Yeah. yeah, like really, yep. how am I going to get this truck in here? You know, sure. so you telling me a, yep. a, a machine just going to do that? Like, nah, nah, it, it's no way. Nope. Like you said, and you're I'm, still going to have some type I'm, of human interaction regardless. You're going to have to have some humans involved right. regardless. And
4: like I and like that, like we said. If you get into a spot where you can't, you know, the human can think about okay. So well, I need to slide my tandems all the way to the back to make my trailer turn faster. Right. So turn slower to get in the dock. Whereas I, I can get up and pull my tandems to the front to make it turn faster to get in the dock. You know, a computer is not going to be able to do that. You know. So I'm just not too fond of it right now.
0: Right. I'm with you and ultimately even though it might play a part it's they still not gonna be able to replace all of us as far as they go no
4: no
0: you know and thankfully we're in a position where we don't have to be replaced because we're not company we're not quote unquote per se company drivers so we don't have to be even with logging you have it they're gonna have to have some people out there doing it you know what i'm saying they're gonna have to have some physical bodies out there driving them type of trucks and in the positions we in, independent contractors, owner operators, we don't have to be replaced because we're not working up under, you know, company rules. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the beauty of that And, point. Like,
4: and like I was saying about the logging thing, you got to realize, y'all know y'all from the country. We got past that we used to, we grew up on that grandma and granddad had where you could walk back to the fish pond and 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 fish. You know, it's, it's just enough for you to get a car back. Those are the kind of paths that I'm on. Yeah. With a log truck coming out the woods, going man, in, you can, woods. It in <laughs> <laughs> you can have it, man.
0: You can have <laughs> it.
4: No, I don't know. Why, I'm
0: talk? In, you don't I'm have been, to pretty, do that, look, man. Why?
4: <laughs> look, look, I'm in Purdy right now. I'm on a track right now where you can just barely get a log truck in there, back it up, turn it around, come back. Cause you got to back up on the deck. you seen it on, on TV. Oh, you can't do that with a computer truck. Mm-hmm. Well, how are you? No you, way. Know, you can, I, Ain't no way. You do know, that. you it take, it takes some extreme. I'm going to tell you something. That's why I said, I have a lot of respect now for law truck drivers, where they go, how they go, how they do what they do, you know, he, these, these guys, my dad, have been doing it for years, but I never thought it was like this. And, and Carl, I'm gonna tell you, Ed, and I'm gonna tell you, man, it, it, it's a different world. It's a different world.
1: I believe it. I believe it. I, but believe it. I, I could pull up to the truck stop and look at them trucks and see them big logs on there. I said, God know where they go through the curves and back roads and stuff with all that. I know you're riding about man. ninety thousand pounds or more back there. <laughs>
4: How about, look, how about the other day, I'm going to tell y'all a story real quick. I was in uh, IP and Franklin, and the guy Mm -hmm. got on the radio, and he said, uh, my man said, hey, man, how much did you weigh? Honest to God, true, I raised my right hand. The dude bought a load in there, $105,000. God almighty. God
0: almighty.
4: Oh, my. Gracious. And the guy got man, on my the, nerves would be co-op driving that
0: type of weight, man. Oh, man. The guys
4: got on the radio, man. And said, How in the world did you come down 58 with 105,000? Good gracious, I had to ask. He said, Man, it didn't even feel like I was putting the hun- it didn't even feel like I was putting 105,000. I said, I thought I got to the scale, I think I'd have jumped over the truck and walked around for a little while. <laughs> so, <laughs> No, Straight up. Knowing I came down the road knowing no, I came down the road with a hundred and five thousand dollars <laughs> I think I got off the scale. Right, I told him I said, man, I'd have pulled to the side and I had to get on my truck and walk around. Man. <laughs> man. Good gracious,
0: man. Yeah. I see, couldn't man. imagine
1: that hundred thousand pounds. No. I mean, godly.
0: See, I don't wanna play that game Tom. You, I'd, you been, have,
1: I'd that have been I'd have been more. I'd have been
0: heavy as 90 but man. Nah. nah, most I'd have been in nah, 80. That's the most I'd have been.
4: You might have been there close to it, but I'm saying on the outside, it, I can see if you could, enclosed, but you got logs on the outside.
1: On the outside,
0: yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Ain't no man, way, that's crazy. What is it,
4: yeah. Two, four, six, eight poles holding, eight, eight poles holding everything together.
0: Man, man. Well, I salute you for that, man, because I—that's—that's that's part of the game. I don't want to play, man. <laughs> I,
2: I do. I do flatbed. I
0: do flatbed before I do logs, bro. I ain't like you. Sunny. You got oh. them log trucks, bro. Right. Ain't no way.
4: I got a lot of respect for them. I enjoy what I do, though. But I, you know, as I've been through my years, I've been a safe driver for that many, this many years—twenty-one years. So that's, that's
3: what, what I'm about to say, Joe. That's what—that's what, that's what keeps you safe out there. Too. Respecting it.
4: Yeah, you gotta respect.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Whenever yeah. you lose, yeah. whenever you lose respect for that truck, that's the day you need to get out of truck.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I, I, believe I that 100%. New, yeah, I tell anybody new, old or whatever you is. When that day you lose respect for truck driving and truck drivers and that eighty thousand pound truck, that's the day you need to get out of truck. Cause it's not going to go well what? for you to rest us.
0: That's probably some of the best advice right there, you know, because yeah. it's, it's, you can get into it. It ain't really hard to get into trucking, but like you say, if you get to that point where you feel like you the man, I got this and get, put them keys down. Cause you about to, t- you about to hurt right. somebody. You about to hurt yourself, about to hurt right. somebody else. You always got to respect the machines, man. Always. From the if time you turn that car, key on to the time you do your post trip.
4: That's right. I don't care. If and you like, be like car, you said, even
0: if you're in your car, right, right, right. Go ahead, go
4: that's ahead. That's right. If you in your car anywhere else, you better respect, you already know, if you're a truck driver, you already know what the deal is. But I tell my daughters and my sons every day, don't get, when you get on that highway, and my parents will tell you, everybody will tell you, I'm real strict about folks on the highway that I know. You know, I tell you, I text be careful out there, you know, because. We want to come home. Everybody wants to come home. Yeah. But it, it don't take but that one time for you not to come home. Right. That's how I express it, you know. It's a dangerous thing. It's a dangerous job. It's probably the fifth dangerous job in the world. It was number two. It probably still is.
3: My, my scariest experience, I had
1: two of them that I can really recall well, one of my scariest experiences early in trucking was having a CSI. And the tire came off the ground. And I could see the tire rolling down beside me on the road. That was one of my yeah. scariest experiences. That's one of the scariest experiences I've had with trucking. when I yeah. drive, I think about that all the time. I'm my head
3: on that and I'm over there. Yeah.
4: That's just like having a blowout on your steer tie. Good God
2: almighty.
0: Yeah, I ain't never had a blowout on my steer. I had yeah, one on my trailer. Had, man. but never on the steer. And
4: yeah, your steer tie, it'll snap it'll snap your arm into it'll snap your arm into place.
0: I believe it. I probably do it on myself.
2: Yeah, it
0: will i ain't gonna lie that'll probably i don't even want to talk about that too much because i don't even want i don't even want to imagine that happening man
2: really. <laughs> it's not it's not a fun feeling because i've had it happen i look i don't yeah just it, the sound it, alone would like, make
0: me shit on myself yeah it, it
4: i it, just I heard, that heard that big boom boom
0: yeah yeah
4: i heard where it broke people's wrists because then um, she's
0: pull the shoulders out everything oh my gracious oh my Man, you got, man, stop. I got to pick up a load tomorrow. Stop talking like that, man. Ah. <laughs> look, I can't, Shit. I can't, hey, I got,
4: we got, we, we, look, you got to do this again, man. I, I got to pick, I got to pick my wife up. <laughs> you got to do this again. Yeah, and I know, and I ain't
0: going to, like you said, and I'm going to let y'all go because I got to go do something. I got to, my daughter did text me about something she need me to do or want me to do. Um, But look, I appreciate y'all coming on. We're not going, we ain't going to be able to get to all of it, but we're going to definitely do this again soon. And I'm gonna try to work on us getting getting our audio a little bit better. It might be my end. I don't know if it's y'all in, but right. we're we gonna do this again real soon. And um, because we only scratched the surface on some stuff.
2: Oh, yeah, you know, that's right. Yeah. But I, I
0: appreciate all of y'all coming in. Um, all right, man. So yeah, like I said, I'm gonna wrap it up. Listen, y'all, we, we gave y'all some good game. We told y'all how to get in the truck, and we gave y'all some of our experiences now. Um I'm going to put a couple of things in the description, you know, as far as like maybe some trucking schools or um, things of that nature, just some information to, uh, about how to get into the game because it's worth getting into. Look, I appreciate y'all tuning in and I'm going to get with y'all next time. And I appreciate y'all again, fellas. All right. Y'all make right. sure y'all hit the no subscribe problem, button and I'll check y'all out later. Peace. All right. All right. All right y'all take it easy. I-